0: What's up, everybody? Since the Sandbox is back, I am back from vacation, feeling great. Lou, Kevin, Steve here. We're all together, and we're going to talk some NBA free agents coming up after this season is over. Guys, honestly, the first person that came to my mind is is someone that I'm a huge fan of that I've wanted on the Celtics for a while, and I think he will be a Celtic after the season, and that's Tristan Thompson, man rebound and machine, probably out of Cleveland because they do have Drummond who could also leave as well. But I'm a huge Tristan Thompson guy and I want all of that. All the Kardashian. I want it all in Boston. What say you guys? <laughs> no,
1: that's a good one, Lou. He, uh, I would lo- I'd love to see him in Boston, honestly, as well. He's, I think he's exactly what we need. He's a rebounder. Paint player, shot blocker, not ball dominant. And I mean, besides the Kardashian thing, never really had anything, you know, crazy like in the media or anything like that, which is always a plus. But a guy that you mentioned, along with Tristan Thompson, who I'm going to hop into, because if you know me, I always talk about this guy. If you play fantasy basketball with me, he's always one of my top picks. And that's Andre Drummond. He's another one who I feel like would fit very good with this. I mean, he'd he'd fit good on a bunch of different teams, but I feel as a Celtics fan he would fit very well in the Celtics because again I think people get the wrong portrait of Andre Drummond because he was on Detroit so obviously he's going to be a ball dominant player when he's on Detroit just by default because he was probably their best player for a few years so he didn't really have a choice but he's not really a ball dominant center and he's another one who is good in the paint good defensively and hands down probably the top two three rebounders in the league if not the best so he's definitely a guy I'd like to see again I don't know what's going to go on with Cleveland doesn't seem like he would really want to stay there but you never know I mean when they throw money in the picture you never know who does what but he's definitely a guy I think will shop around come the offseason and I wouldn't be surprised again if he was in the talks with the Celtics even if he didn't end up with us I think he's definitely going to sit down with us and see what we have to say
2: love that love that I feel like Andre Drummond is going to be like a very coveted free agent if he does do, you know, the whole shopping process. But I also feel like he's going to be a guy that is going to want to cash in because we don't know like what his next payday like may look like if he doesn't stay like as a consistent rebounder as he is. So that's why I think like right now, like for any team like going on a championship run really wanting a dominant five I mean he, he's going to be the best you can get at, at that position but like I said I, I think he's going to go for, for top dollar wherever he goes. I completely agree with that he's going to be extremely coveted. To stick with the big guy I'm going to have to say Makassal is is going to be an, another name that's going to be you know tossed around by, by a lot of teams that are going to be serious contenders. I also think like Toronto will try and you know, keep him around and keep the core that they have, they're still a top seed in the East. But I, I do feel like a, a lot of contenders will, will uh have some interest in Marc Gasol. And like you guys said, the Celtics could be one of them, but I think there's also a lot of teams around the NBA looking for that.
0: Yeah, Steve, I think you're right because it, it's changed now because he can shoot and pass and there's not a lot of big guys that can do that. He's kind of like an old version of what Jokic is uh, today, obviously not in his prime. And but Marcus Dahl's still a very good player. I mean, he's one of the reasons that Toronto is such a highly regarded team, especially in my opinion. But uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna jump down to a guy who's got an opt out uh, at the end of this year. He's on the Spurs. It's it's Demar Derozan, and honestly, you know where I see him going. And I'm gonna make this claim now: two places. If they cough off the money, it's gonna be Brooklyn. If they don't, he's going right to the Magic. The Magic have young gods. They have uh, veteran big men with Aaron Gordon and Vucevic, uh, and they're just missing a small forward that can hit shots from the mid-range because they are a really uh, big mid-range team. They can hit the three if they have to, but they really played DeRozan style, and there was rumors of him going there already, but I think he'll really go there, and I think he'll be the first star there since Dwight, if you want to call him a star, but I think he might add a little juice to Orlando next season. No, I
1: definitely like that pick, Lou, and I'm kind of glad you brought him up because I I feel like he kind of fell off a little bit, DeMar DeRozan, after the whole, you know, Toronto fiasco and him going to San Antonio because he went to a San Antonio team that wasn't really great, you know what I mean, and and DeRozan always, you know, was one of those guys that was injured, but never never a serious injury, but he would miss some games throughout the season, you know what I mean, so he was he kind of just rotted away on San Antonio, I feel, and I think, you know, I think a lot of people might disagree with me, but I feel like he's probably the best free agent this offseason for any team, really. I mean, unless, unless you're a team shopping for a big guy or someone like that. But if you're just shopping for literally just a, an all-star, like DeMar DeRozan's probably the best you're going to get. You know what I mean? He's still a stud. I think if he goes back on a good team like he was on Toronto, I think he'll thrive. You know what I mean? Not to take anything away from the Spurs. They're still, you know, one of the best franchises that we've ever seen, but. I think this is just, you know, it's a rebuilding process for them. He's not going to be that guy that's going to bring them back from the dead, but he'll be a guy that if he's on a good team will be really good, just like we saw in Toronto. But that was a good pick, Lou, not to go on a a rampage. But for my second free agent, I'm going to go with another big guy, if you know me, you know. I fall in love with my big guys. Uh, It's a fantasy basketball thing. But another guy who, again, I wouldn't mind seeing on the Celtics, but I, I don't know really how realistic it is, is white Whiteside. And, and he's a lot like the other two big men that we mentioned, Lou, um, Drummond and Thompson. He just, he rebounds, he defends, and he's not ball dominant. And I know I keep repeating that non-ball dominant thing, but in the league today where you need two, three, sometimes four All-Stars to be good, it's good to have a guy like a Whiteside or a Thompson or a Drummond that you know what you're going to get every night And you know they're never going to complain about getting the ball. That's just one of those things that goes a long way with me. And I think Whiteside's another one of those, you know, old school, doesn't really step more than, you know, 15, 20 feet away from the basket, if that. He likes playing in the paint. He's big. He's long. Great shot blocker, great rebounder. And if you give him the ball in the post, you know, he's going to score on maybe 90% of the big men in this league. So he's another one that I think once his free agency mark hits, a lot of teams are going to be looking at. I don't really see him wanting to resign with Portland if they were to offer to him. Unless they make a run this year, you never know. But I think he would definitely want to go to a team that. Is a series contender and that's looking for a big man, aka a team like the Celtics or a team like the Bucks or someone like that.
2: Nah, Kev, fair enough. And I feel like a lot of these big men, you know, can can fit in a lot of different places depending on the pieces that they surround them with. And to stay on, on the big men topic again, I'm going to uh, twist the rules a little bit and I'm going to talk about two big men on the same team, and that's JaVale McGee and Dwight Howard, both on the Lakers. Which one of those two guys Do you think Is really going to be You know the Lakers Priority to try and keep Maybe on on a short term deal Between the two of them uh, And go forward with And then we can narrow down Destinations for the other one After that
0: I'm going to say Dwight off the bat uh, Not only is he more explosive And I feel like He's more productive With his minutes uh, The jersey sales as well Is always going to be a thing You know what I mean They're the Lakers So what are kids More likely to buy A Dwight Howard jersey Or a JaVale McGee jersey Let's just, let's just face That honest truth But I think Dwight's Been phenomenal And I think they really like how he's played this season and he's beat expectations especially mine he's he's been a huge piece for them and I I think they realize that they're where they are uh because of him and especially he was on the fence with the bubble and, and playing I think now that he has stepped forward Steve and, and decided he's going to play I think he's a Laker for sure next season
2: fair enough I definitely think uh I was trending more towards that way too now, JaVale McGee, he would definitely be a guy I think would get another, you know, short-term deal that, that would try and prove it. There's a bunch of teams that we've talked about, you know, around the NBA that could be interested in, in a player like that. But, Kev, you got anywhere, like, specific or you think any, any
1: crazy fits? Well, I mean, I agree with you guys, and I think the Lakers' priority is going to be Dwight Howard. So, if that was the case and McGee was a free agent. See, the thing about McGee is he's one of those guys that literally can just end up on, like, any team. Honestly, I could see him going, I mentioned them earlier, I could see him going to a team like Milwaukee, you know what I mean? Just another long body to clog up the paint with Giannis. I mean, I know they got Brooke Lopez and, and uh, Ilya Over and guys like that, but I mean, at the end of the day, JaVale McGee's a lot more athletic than Brooke Lopez is. Brooke, Brooke Lopez would probably still be the starting center, but JaVale McGee would be a good guy to you know come off the bench with Giannis still on the court and just clog up the paint and sharp blocks and everything so maybe a team like that maybe a team like Toronto just teams like that long athletic big guys
2: no nah, I feel you I feel like a, a team that would be an interesting fit for him would, would be like the Mavs like I know uh Pozingis is there and didn't they just sign Willie Cauley signed too so I, I feel like if he went there and worked and worked with those guys I feel like that'd be like a, a really interesting fit
0: yeah, especially I think you're right, Steve. Especially because um, Porzingis is always hurt. But I, I'm going to throw in a twist, guys. And this guy, I think, is going to be a key free agent this offseason. And I have a couple destinations that I would like to see him go to. I believe he's played for one previously. Uh, Gallinari. Correct me if I'm wrong. Was he on the Nuggets at some point? I thought he was. Yeah,
2: he
1: was. He was Louis, Yeah, he was. Okay. He was like the big guy, right post, like the post mellow Nuggets. He With, was like, like Iguodala. The next- yeah, he might even he outlasted Igudala in in Denver, but he was yeah they were on the team together for okay. a few years.
0: I, I like him my him in Miami, Brooklyn, or with the Bucks because those are three teams right that can have have defenders. Uh, the Bucks especially, but outside of Middleton, there's no shooters that can spread the floor, and the same thing with Miami as well. Uh, and Brooklyn said they're looking to add a third star, and I know he's not a star, but he's gonna bring in a pretty penny. He's a consistent uh, sixteen, seventeen point a game guy. Wherever he goes, he, he's been missed in consistency. I think Gallinari uh, bringing his shooting, uh, his shot off the dribble, and his just his veteran presence, I mean, to any team. And honestly, even the Mavericks, because they have a whole international thing going, he would even be a great fit there. I think he could fit on just about any team. Not to call him a poor man's Gordon Hayward, but I, I think he can do a lot for a lot less than what he's worth, and I think he'll be a, a big commodity on the market.
2: He really could and Lou, I'm happy you mentioned Gordon Hayward because that's uh, my next guy, and he has a player option. I'm assuming that he's g- probably going to opt in to stay with the Celtics because it's a bigger money deal. But if that ever wasn't to be the case, you know do do we see Gordon Hayward and the Celtics coming to a longer contract extension, or do we see him you know like changing teams and what would really be his role on another team if he really was? free agent like I I think he would really be you know maybe maybe like a a, a really like complimentary like three option like I feel like he would be like perfect in in like that type of a role but I I don't know if he could play the two after seeing how how it's gone in Boston
0: honestly Steve the team I love him on is uh the Nuggets dude I mean they have the point guard. They have some rotational small forwards or, or, or some gods if you if you want to count Beasley and um, Grant, Jeremy Grant. And they have the big man dude, but could you imagine them stretching the floor with all those guys running that uh, space and pace in uh in, in Denver with the the high altitude, dude? They could really run some teams out of out of courts. And I mean, I think he's a good fit everywhere, Steve, but I think you're right. It depends on the role because we saw he he is just not he's not a a one or two star on a championship team let's just put it that way i won't knock him any more than that
1: no i agree with that i i would like to see golden haywood on denver that'd be pretty cool i mean lou you you know this more than anyone i'm not high on denver but I, I agree. That would be pretty That would be pretty cool to see. Honestly, I could also see Hayward. You'll see why I'm bringing this team up in a second, but I could see Hayward going to a team like like Steve said with JaVale McGee, the Mavericks, because I feel like he would be a great complementary piece to Donchich and Porzingis. And that brings me to my next guy who's also a free agent in this offseason, and that's Tim Hardaway Jr. And not that I don't think he's a stud, but I think if he were to opt out well, not opt out because he's unrestricted. But if he, you know, come free agency, I feel like teams will shop around for a guy like Tim Hardaway Jr. I mean, he's come a long, he's come a long way since he's been in New York. He came out obviously; he was a decently big name coming out of college. But his first few years in New York, I feel like he kind of—not that he sucked—but he kind of just didn't live up to the hype that he did have surrounding him. And I feel like coming to the Mavericks with guys like Doncic and, and Porzingis this year really kind of helped him mold the type of player he's going to be and I think he could be like a good third or like high fourth option for a team both offensively and defensively and he's wicked athletic and I think he honestly does have a, a pretty decently high ceiling uh, as far as like talent wise and NBA career wise.
0: I completely agree with that. Don't be surprised if the Nets don't get any big free agents and that's the guy they find as the third stop because he can shoot and he can take over when Kyrie and KD need a, uh, a break.
2: All right, guys, really cool talking ball and playing with the 2021 free agents. But check out our newest articles on sincethesandbox.net and leave us that five-star review. Since the Sandbox, we out.
0: Peace.